And announced yesterday, Canada will be getting a vaccine passport for international travel. And as travel returns, what could that mean for you? Here's Canada's travel guy, Jim Byers. He joins us here on Global News Radio. Jim, good afternoon. Afternoon, Jeff. All right. uh, First off, just give us some of the details. What exactly did the government announce yesterday? Yeah, this has kind of been a a pretty slow rollout, not unlike the election. It's it's not a big surprise, I guess, but they have been talking about this for a while. But uh, what this is going to be is either going to be a a paper version uh, and an app on your phone or or, or device of of some sort uh, that will uh, give people uh, authorities in other countries is who this is aimed at. Give them the the type of vaccine you have, the date you have it, and the location. Uh, so this is not something that, at least not for now, is to be used for people who say want to go to a restaurant or a gym. This is for international travel, so that there's an official document recognized by the government of Canada that we can say we can show when we say take a trip to Ireland or the U.S. or what have you. All right. And do we know, uh, is this good for any and all vaccines? Was that asked of the government yesterday? Because as you well know, there's been a lot of questions, particularly by those here in this country that received AstraZeneca, and that's not necessarily uh, been, uh, you know, welcomed or uh, met, uh, you know, openly by some countries. No, and that is the problem. And no, that it wasn't really addressed. But this is a this is a document, of course, Jeff, that the government is creating, saying we have we recognize Jeff MacArthur or Jim Byers as being vaccinated. That doesn't necessarily mean that the country we're going to is going to recognize the Canadian government's decision about AstraZeneca or the mixing of vaccines. So that's still something that's being an argument that's being uh, fought in uh, uh, government halls around the world. Okay, and do we know where that stands and who has got the ultimate uh, say on that? Is it the World Health Organization? Is it some other body? Uh, do we know who's in control of that, Jim? It's up to every individual country, Jeff. I mean, if, if, if uh, you know, South Africa decides that they want to follow the WHO uh, guidelines, the World Health Organization guidelines, they can do that. They're under no uh, uh, requirement. Uh, to do so. Uh, so. Who does not have any authority over, over any country, to my knowledge? Certainly the CDC doesn't have an authority outside of the United States. A lot of people will use the CDC guidelines as their own, and other people will use the World Health Organization. And though they, you know, the World Health Organization has uh, uh, recommending or is uh, acknowledging uh, the eff- efficacy of AstraZeneca, but the CDC is still looking at it. So it's still we still have that bit of confusion, but at least people, Canadians, starting in sometime in the fall, will have an official document that we can carry around with us when we choose to travel. Okay, Jim, how's this announcement being met by the travel industry as a whole and by travelers? Travelers are pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy with it as a traveler myself. The National Airlines Council uh, of Canada today uh, sent out a report saying they're very, very happy with this. Um, they like it because it restores faith in, in the travel industry and in tourism in general, gets people flying. If you're the National Airlines Council of Canada, that's good news. All right. And uh, what about those that have not had the vaccine, have got vaccine uh, hesitancy, uh, do not want the uh, vaccine? Where does that leave them? Well, for now, they they would not be recognized, but it's still, you know, you, you don't necessarily need this passport to get into another country. It's up to that individual country. So if uh, Germany, for example, says, we don't really care whether you've got the vaccine passport, they can still let you in. But this will be a good thing, uh, a little extra insurance, if you like, uh, that people can carry around with them should they choose to travel internationally starting later in the year. All right. And just finally, you alluded to this off the top of our conversation, Jim, but is there the possibility this vaccine uh, passport for international travel that will uh, we can have on our phones? 
Is there a day, can you see that? Is there talk that it'll be used as kind of a domestic proof of vaccination tool uh, as well? If vaccine passports like Quebec has talked about uh, are mandated and needed uh, elsewhere in the country? Well, you know, it, it, the, the prime minister seems a little leery of the issue right now. He keeps saying it's up to the individual provinces, which creates a real hodgepodge of, you know, rules and regulations. On one side of the border, you can do this. On the other side of the border, you can't, you know, because now we have Quebec talking about doing something as early as September 1st. New York City is coming in with some. Uh, France is doing that. They beat theirs up this week. Italy brought some <laughs> restaurants and other uh, public spaces. So these are, whether people like it or not, and I understand some people don't, but these are coming. And no, it would not surprise me ultimately to see something like this pretty much across Canada, but uh, we're not quite there yet. All right, Jim, appreciate the time and the update. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay, Jeff, take care. You too. There's Canada's travel guy, Jim Byers with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.